Welcome to the Cedar House Church Sermon of the Week. Our desire is to remain in God's presence, explore His passions, and supply tools that serve and inspire our city. God's big picture. You know, it is very easy as human beings, the way our knowledge is limited, to see just a glimpse of the picture. And because we have that limited knowledge, you know, we just see that and we go with it. But not the whole picture. But the way God is, he doesn't just see that little picture at a glance. He sees the whole picture. So your life, my life, he sees the whole picture. He just doesn't see just a little me standing here. As the scripture says, he knows the end from where? The beginning. The whole picture. So today is just a little encouragement here that I'm trying to offer. That our lives is like a picture. And God sees everything. So the little details about us, he sees it. He knows it. Yes. A lot of times we look at it from the environment, what we know to be, or maybe the way we were raised, or where we want to go. So our lens, our focus is just on that. But events that happens in our lives most of the time, God orchestrates that to get us to where he wants us to be, the whole picture. God's perfect plan. If we can understand that, then when we are going through life, I'm not going to stand here and act like life is all sugar, you know, like life is all sweet. Life is all milk or honey. No, it is not. Life is full of things that comes to us that sometimes make us feel like what is going on. And sometimes in the mind, like, you know, they use the word H-E-C-K. You know, can I say it? Yeah. What the heck is going on? And in your mind, you are thinking, there has to be a way out of this. But what is God saying? What is the big picture? Where is he taking me? What is he doing? At that instances in my life where sometimes it can be like, God, where are you? What is happening? Elijah did something. Elijah was full of power. He called fire to come down. And this fire came and burned everything. Then in his, wherever he was, called all his prophets and said, let's kill them. Baal's prophet, let's kill all of them. He was in his prime, right? The spirit was moving. And right after that, there was a threat from that lady, Jezebel. I am going to kill you. 
I will do everything in my power to destroy you. It doesn't matter wherever you go. So him being in that prime, that power, and that threat came, I don't know what came over him. He forgot who God is at that instant. And so what did he do? Run away. <laughs> now, I, I, I want to bring your mind to something that when we even get to that point, we can trust God. We can know that God is still there when we don't feel like it, when it doesn't seem like he is. So the scripture said he sent his servant and said, go to the sea, go there and look, it's going to do what? Rain. He went, came back, no, I don't see any cloud. It is not dark. This is not a sign of rain. There has to be abundance. But in his spirit, he was seeing that. But there was nothing physical to show that something is going to happen in the natural. And sometimes that is how life can be. Where in the physical, nothing, there's no evidence that shows that this can happen. But God in his own nature sees the big picture. He sees the big picture. So the servant comes. Ah, nothing. Go again. Nothing. Go again. If I were the servant, I would be very frustrated. Excuse me. I have gone the first time. Nothing. Second time. Nothing. Third time. How many times do I have to go to be able to see something? But he was convinced in his spirit that something was going to happen. You see, with God, sometimes the natural does not seem like anything is going to be able to happen. But when God is coming through, when he is coming through, (laughs) when he is coming through, the natural doesn't have to have that evidence. The natural doesn't have to because he is who he is. So the scripture said several times he went, then the last time, seven times. He went and said, oh, I see a little, (laughs) a little what? (laughs) Cloud, a little. Now, he didn't even say, ah, I see it is so dark everywhere. Oh, I see drops of rain. No, he didn't say that. He said, I see what? Just little. Just little. Do you see just little? Or you don't even see anything at all? (laughs) I just want to encourage you. Just want to lift your spirit up as I'm lifting mine up. That even when we are not seeing that, somebody said God is working behind the scene. When eyes does not see it. Because most of the time when our eyes see the evidence, sometimes it's easy to relax or maybe not pursue it. 
right? Because the evidence is there. But when the evidence is not there, then we continue to pursue it and trust God that I'm going to take this step just like that, not knowing where I'm going. So when he went last time, he came and said, this is what I see. The scripture said, and Elijah told Ahab. Now, I want you to just listen to this. He told Ahab that, go, because I see abundance of rain. He didn't say, I see little rain. He said, I see abundance. I see that it's going to fall. So just get in your chariots and go. Why did he say that? Go. But he himself, what, how did he have chariot too? No. But he is telling Ahab to go. Why? Because he knew the God he was serving. And he knew that this God can use anything. He can use chariots or he can use legs, ordinary legs, just like that. So the scripture said, as he told Ahab to go, Elijah ran and was able to overpower, <laughs> run and pass the chariot. This doesn't make sense. It does not make sense at all. How can an ordinary man just run and pass a chariot that is going on? Now, those days, king's chariot too were chariots that were specially made. Because most of the time, they go to war with this chariot. So the chariot should be able to go faster than ordinary chariots. And so for him to be able to run, be in chariot, and then Elijah running after and passing that chariot, that tells you God was carrying him. And he was not going by his own strength. It was the spirit of God that was carrying him. Now, it is my prayer. You see, when in all the weaknesses and everything that was going on, the spirit of God still carried him to run past the chariots. So I am trusting that in areas that we feel weak or we feel like we need something to carry us through, that the spirit of God will show up and carry you through. I pray that that will be what will happen in your life. That it will not be like, yeah, Ahab, go. But I'm just going to sit here and let the rain beat me. No. You go. But I know whom I have believed. Because he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I think or even ask. So be encouraged today. Be strengthened in your mind today. Let your spirit be stirred up today that in this world, things may go on beyond our understanding. Doubt may set in, frustrations, fear. So many things may set in. But when this stuff set in, how do we react to it? 
do we react to it knowing that God has got our back? Or do we react to it knowing that there is no hope? And that is the end of it. I want to bring your mind to something, too. Understanding that there is a purpose for everything. If you look at these people, Israel, when Haman wanted to kill the Jews, and they had no hope, Mordecai went and told Esther that this is what is coming upon us. And if nothing happens, we will all be exterminated. But who knows? In your mind, you might think you are safe, but there has to be a reason why you are here. There has to be a reason. So as you pursue life, <laughs> there has to be a reason why you are going through what you are going through. I don't know. I cannot tell you. And I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it that, oh, it is okay because God is going to do this. But what I'm trying to tell you is that in the midst of, in the midst of it, is God there. One day is like last minute. Because Mordecai said the same thing. This is the time. If you don't do anything, something is going to happen. But what did Esther do? She sacrificed her life and said, I will go before the king. Even if it has to cost me my life. Mordecai had to say something to prick her. Who knows? For God has raised you for such a time as this. You were born for this. So the struggle, the happiness, the joy, in between life, whatever is going on, God knows you were born for such a time as this. I want you to be encouraged that God doesn't leave his children just like that. Uh, many a times says that seem to be, where are you, God? What is going on? I am weary. Uh, I cannot carry this burden. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. If that is happening, I pray that you will get a whisper from him. That will assure you that I am with you. Do you remember too? I'm just trying to bring some scriptures to get your mind to where if you are that place that you need a touch from God, you will understand that God is there. When Jesus was sleeping in the boat, the ship, they went and talked to him. <laughs> Master, do you care that we perish? Why was he sleeping? That's the first question I, I will ask myself. Why are you sleeping? And sometimes it does seem like God is sleeping, right? Does he sleep? No, he doesn't. But it does seem like that. So they went to him and said, why are you sleeping? You don't care about what is going on with us. Now the scripture said Jesus stood up, rebuked that thing, and went back to sleep. That is who he is. If we can go to him as people of God, 
then we will understand that he is able. Now listen to something. They had to go to him and ask him that. Many a times when we are faced with challenges, sometimes we just want to try to battle it on our own, fight it on our own. Call a brother, call a sister, call somebody. Hey, this is what is going. Can you pray with me? Can you lift me up? Let's learn to do that. Sometimes we want to be in our own shell and act like super people, but we are not. The body of Christ, that is what God does to put us together, each of us in our own strength, in our own ability, in, in the giftings that he has given to us. So there will be a time that, you know, just somebody talking to you and giving you encouragement or praying with you will just lift the cloud of darkness that is hovering over you away. So let's learn to do that, to talk to people about it as we trust God. God sees the whole picture. We only see a glimpse of it. And if we will learn to trust him and let him take care of the whole picture, then we will be able to get to our destination. But if we don't, then it will be like, this is the only thing I see. And so I'm going to fix my mind on that and just let that work me. Let that discourage me. Let that bring doubt. Let that bring it. But if I say, God, I do not understand this, which of course we don't understand many things that happen in life. And I cannot stand here and tell you I do. No, I don't. I'm just being honest with you here. There are a lot of things that have happened in my life. I had to question God. I don't understand this. This is not right. This, this shouldn't be. But in all of it too, his spirit lifts my spirit up. And sometimes, you know, <laughs> you, you read a scripture, it said, David, after he went through all this and the people were about to stone him, said, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. He did encourage himself in the Lord. So he did not look at what is going on, but looked at the God that is able to do. And said that, you know what? I don't understand this. I don't know what is going on. Maybe I brought it on myself. Maybe I did not. But one thing I know is that you are God that is able. That is able to do. That is able to change situations. That is able to change seasons. That is able to change times. And so whatever is going on, I submit it to you today. And I ask that you take charge of it. And every day I will learn to submit it to you. When the enemy speaks to my mind, yeah, you submitted to, to him. Is he doing anything about it? I will still say, yes, I'm going to submit it again. And so we program our mind to be at that posture that regardless of what is going on, every time I bring that thought come to my mind, God is not going to do this. If he's going to do this, why has he not done it? His time. <laughs> I was talking to a lady, and she said that God's timing is very different. 
I wish God's time was not different. But the thing is, God, it may seem like it's late, but God is always on time. Yes. <laughs> that is what he said. God is always on time. But to me, or to her, it seems like this is dragging. Dragging. But God is always on time. Because his timing is always the best. And if we have that in mind, then we will, all, we will continue to trust him even when we don't feel like it. I pray that God will strengthen you with might as you seek him, as you get closer to him. That whatever you are believing him for, he will give you the strength to continue to believe. Even when you don't see the sign, even when it's just like a fist of cloud. But that if you have to believe and go like the servant went seven times, you will continue to go. You will continue to trust and walk with him and say, I do not see it, but this is it. Now, it's amazing that people talk about it and scripture talk about it seven times, seven God's time perfection, right? I don't know why it didn't happen two times or three times, or the guy didn't go five times, seven times. Obviously, God had planned that, that that servant has to go seven times. So events, you know, that happen in life, just God orchestrated. He knows it. It doesn't come to him by surprise. It does not. And if you look at history, events that has happened, even Jesus coming was planned. Even when these kings and Herod and all these people thought of him as, oh yeah, we got him. We are going to kill him. That was planned in God's own timing. So understand that, that his timing is always the best. And you can lean on him and walk with him. May he strengthen you. May he give you the grace, the ability to stand and say, God, I am going to hold on to you. I'm going to stand and I'm going to trust you. I'm going to walk with you. Even though I only see a glimpse of it, you see the whole picture. I pray that your heart will be strengthened like that. That in everything that you do, you would lean on him and not trust on your own understanding. Shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you today. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit cedarhousechurch.com.